I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. guys, we're here with the Hollywood Life Podcast. I am here today with my co-anchor, Ali Spagnita. Hi, Ali. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi, guys. Fun guest today. You might be able to hear them a little. I'm excited for Bonnie to introduce them. Yes. <laughs> I am so excited that we have Waka Flocka Flame and his <laughs> wife, Tammy Rivera, and they are the stars of What the Flocka. Walk and Tammy, what the flocka? And it is premiering for the second season this Thursday, March 18th at nine o'clock at on WeTV. And so we've got so much to discuss. Welcome, guys. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. We're so excited to have you here. I know that like we've been fans of you for a while and have always mm-hmm. wanted you on the podcast. So this has been a long time coming. So we're really <laughs> well. Waka, I don't know if you remember, but years ago I interviewed you and you were actually in an airport. And so we're going to have to circle around to discuss that. Definitely will. Um, okay. First, we want to jump right in and hear, hear what both of you thought about the Grammys last night. Yeah. I, I didn't watch it, actually. Oops. <laughs> I, was in, I was in Brickle and meetings in Miami, so. Okay. So you weren't even involved either. But what are your what I've seen some clips. I'm oh, not gonna yeah. lie, the outfits, the energy look amazing. I I thought the energy and the performances was, was monumental. hmm Yeah, I think so too. I, I think how they pulled it off was pretty incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it I'll go ahead, Tammy. No, I, I was just, uh, there's been a lot of, you know, controversy with the Grammys going around as far as them, you know, um, not giving proper due diligence or like, you know, being, you know, things of that sort. And especially when it comes to, you know, our community, you know, so for me, I kind of checked out a minute ago, honestly. I was going to ask, I was going to, that was kind of going to be the follow-up to that. Are <laughs> you, you know, what are your thoughts on the statements that are coming out the weekend Cardi B, Beyonce not perform, you know, turning down performance. performance. Huh? What the hell? We've been under a rock. But this has been, it's not something that's just new. It's just now the people are just tired. Yeah. It's at a point where, I don't, you know, you walk up, you said this a long time ago, a lot of people have said things as far as. Yeah, like, no hands, know. no hands should have got a Grammy. I was pissed. I'm like, what record was like bigger than mine, Broadway? At the yeah. time. Like, but it's, it pro- it's kind of politics involved. Yeah, it does seem it does seem like it's really political. And I feel like that's why The Weeknd came out and just said, you know, quite far in advance that he was not going to attend. What do you think it's going to take to turn things around there? Um, I think it's complete just one change. Of those, 
complete change. Complete change. But it, I feel like it's one of those institutes that had time to change. And this is not something, like I said, that just happened overnight. We're just now getting in, in the media because these are things that were talked about on the back end. But now it's just starting to come out forwardly, um, just like everything else in time that has to, that has to change and, 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 and revolve and move forward with today's time. Um, but the thing is, is are we, do we, are we at a point where we um, wait for that change or we just create our own platforms to, you know, give fair, fair opportunity to everyone, mm -hmm. you know, no matter what. Um, so maybe it's just time for a new Grammy. Yeah, the people should choose. They should have it to where the people choose, not not like they shouldn't have it to where it should be. It should be down there like voting, like yeah. real voting. That's how that's how any music award should be. Period, in my opinion, it shouldn't be like a panel of people get to choose who's who. And these panel of people is a part of record labels. That's not fair because obviously you're gonna pick who's a part of your label, <laughs> who you have some financial gain to. I think that people should have more, like, more, just more opinion on who get awards. Listen, I mean, I think that it would be great if you guys and the, and the members of the industry keep the pressure on because the pressure's been on on the Oscars and they have improved somewhat. And um, we will look forward if you do have your own, like the people, people's choice yeah, there is people's awards for music. We'll cover it. We'll be there. <laughs> for sure. Um, I'm for it. Yeah. Well, and so, you know, before we get into even more, there's so much to talk about, but I want to hear about season two of your show on WeTV. I mean, what, how did you guys film this in the last year? It was hard, but we got it done. Jesus. Yeah, it was it's it was a lot of um I think to have probably at the end of filming, um I had to take like a two week hiatus. I was I just couldn't do it anymore. Not not because of uh, it just was like I said, I think the pandemic and being, you know, um isolated and everyone going through so much that we went through this year um year of twenty twenty. Um I think a lot of the time we haven't sat back and and actually thought about how impactful this pandemic has been to our mental mm -hmm. state. And, you know, and, and, and because, I mean, it's, we, we just keep going with life and you keep going until you don't, you don't even realize something this, this minor, you know, we're not really this minor, this big, but something like this could, you know, affect you um, mentally and, and, and being able to, to, you know, cause I, I had got to a point where I was just like, okay, I'm just, it, we went from being isolated to filming five to seven days a week. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So it, it took, it took a toll on you, but we got through it. <laughs> How did you make filming safe for all of you? Oh, I got herbs. I have humidifiers <laughs> in this house that can literally kill bacteria particles in the air and oxidate spaces. Yeah, uh, you a big ass fan. My huh? my friend's dad just got a big ass fan. That's literally what it's called, mm -hmm. and it like spins. I heard that it gets rid of like all everything in the air, but it's called big ass fan. <laughs> I've seen that somewhere. Yeah. That it's called a big ass fan. Yeah, it's actually a big ass fan. Yeah, yes, it's huge. There is. I I know about them. My husband's an architect, so I know about them. But um, as Waka says, 
there are like special humidifiers and kind of air, uh, not fresheners, but air circulators yep. that do help to kill the virus. It oxidates or it oxidates spaces. Yes. Yeah. That's good. It's real good. How did you, like Tammy, didn't you work on new music and uh, prepare to release music during all of this? Yes, I was actually supposed to been released my music and then the pandemic happened and, um, you know, I was afraid because people were saying the streaming numbers were up, streaming numbers were down. We didn't know um, exactly, you know, what was if that was a great opportunity or time to release music. And then, like I said, once and then once you got out of the pandemic, you're still trying to get back to normalcy. And whatever that looks like in your daily day, you know, day to day. Um, so now we're actually at a point where we can release music comfortably and, you know, and confidently. So I'm ready now. And, you know, you said that you needed kind of a break after filming, like you needed two weeks to kind of re, you know, align. Yeah. Like because of like drama occurring while filming or was it, you know, just being like all in one place? Like kind of what, what, what can we expect this season? Um, well, it's, you know, Charlie turned 15 and she had a Kinsey um, this year. And um, it wasn't just more so, of course, you have everyday drama and um, the balance of it's already a balance of trying to be a businesswoman, trying to be an artist, being a mother to a teenager and um, running your household, making sure things stay afloat and then on doing all of this while the camera's in your face every day coming out of a pandemic is a lot like I said mentally is, is a lot. lot and you know and even with my husband I think you know he could probably test himself he have his own his own view of things but just in my world as me being a mother a wife a businesswoman an artist a tv personality trying to you know just go from that to and just being able to cook a basic dinner during the day um you know what I'm saying it's, yeah. it's challenging it's a lot of juggling it's a lot of stress especially with having the cameras in your face and how did you feel Waco how did it affect you oh uh, I don't think uh the cameras did anything for me for me what, what bothered me the most was like the things I did in the last 12 to 15 years what did I get out of it you know what I'm saying what did I gain from it what did what did it do to me, like mentally, physically, emotionally? Like, how, like I actually had to deal with that because as a man, you probably you, you kind of take, especially like a high masculine man, you you kind of take this this role when it comes to like problems or emotional problems or challenges. You kind of take that man role, like I'm a man. Fuck it, this shit don't bother me. You know what I'm saying? Like you repress but, things. Yes, but then when 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 um, COVID came and this pandemic came. You stuck in the house, and every day these these problems you you deal with. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I I usually cope with, with, with a little uh, with a little Mary J. That becomes a bad habit, and yeah. you don't want to fall into a habit because then you fall into stages, and then you get stuck, and then you fall into depression. You start thinking about the past, then you start worrying about the future. That shit is, is anxiety, mm. and then you be like, all right, what about right now? And that started going back into like, yo, who you like? How your wife feel? Like she, she actually said something to me not too long. She's like, yo, stop talking about business. And I actually had to like sit home and think like, damn, I really wake up every day just want to do business. Mm. 
You know what I mean? Like, it gets to a point, you don't even look at your own body. You just take a bath, make sure you're clean, and just put some lotion on, get right back to business. You forget till you look in the mirror and be like, damn, I'm looking a little older. Like, I actually don't even like this kind of food no more. This shit is nasty. I want to go to this spot. I actually don't want to hang in this area. I want to go over here. Like, it's just, it's just, you know, I'm at that, I'm at this um, 35. To me, it's more so like, I'm there. I'm claiming it. I want to be 40. Well, and you know, Waka, were you also kind of looking back on because you've done a ton throughout your career? I mean, you've had political aspirations in addition to um, your music. I mean, when it comes to the business that you've been focused on, was it music? Was it politics? Was it, you know, your personal business ventures? <laughs> Yeah, oh. when I talked to you in the airport, that's when you were running for president. <laughs> oh, snap. Yes. Yes. I actually, you about your campaign. <laughs> I learned a lot even running for like a, like trying to be president. I'm like, hey, why not? Like, I just wanted to uh, put a spark off on kids' minds. Like, yo, don't, don't shoot low. Just because you start off as a maintenance man, mm-hmm. that don't mean you can't be the senator. Right. That don't mean you can't be the governor. That don't mean you can't start Facebook. You know what I'm saying? That don't mean you can't marry a beautiful woman by the name of Tammy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm not seriously, but you, you, you just, you can't sell yourself short and the world is changing. Like this is the first time everybody can get on the phone in a video with four people. This we in the future. So it, it let me know like, yo, Walker, man, it's gonna be okay. Fuck it. I, I got me a woman that just, that at times you don't even want to fight the battle and I got to like pull my wife in like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but that's fun, that's life. Uh, I became best friends with my daughter in the pandemic. Actually the pandemic let me know like, yo, this little girl is my fucking life. Like she literally is my life. Like, you know, it just, the pandemic just make you love the things that you're supposed to cherish. That's all I can say. Like a lot of things I was cherishing that had no value, had no, no emotional gain, no financial gain. It was just capital. You look, fuck this. This ain't it. Mm-hmm. Like, we're ready to get up out of here. We don't want to live in Georgia for 365 days no more. Oh. That lifestyle is over with. When it's Christmas, I don't want to be in snow. I'd rather be somewhere drinking a fucking mojito or something. Like, mm-hmm. I'm cool. So, in, in this last year, as you said, you kind of have learned a lot about you know, what you want to do going forward with the politics stuff. I mean, back last, almost last June, you know, yesterday or the day before, I believe was the anniversary of, um, you know, the murder of Breonna Taylor, um, George Floyd anniversaries coming up. Are there um, changes that you want to make both of you politically um, and and get involved once more? um, with? Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Community. Oh, I, I guess I would say for me, I don't. Um, we've. It's never been like um, getting involved politically. 
because we I feel like we've always been involved um, by default, um, just as being a black woman and having um, um, a, a teenage daughter and having teenage nephews and um, growing up, you know, the way we did and seeing things that we signed, saw, saw and um, so it's like, it's a part of our lifestyle every day. Um, every day I go on social media and I see something on social media that's an injustice. Um, and I, you know, and I repost and I tweet and I bring awareness any way I can. Um, so I feel like it's not yeah, just, you do, yeah, you know, it's not just getting involved, it's staying involved. Like it's, it's a part of our life now. Like you literally, um, I have to have conversations with like, for instance, the other night, I don't know if you know, Walker, Cameron took my car to the store. Um, my nephew, who's 17 years old, which um, we live in a, you know, we live in a really nice neighborhood and I drive a Bentley. I had to tell my nephew, it was like 11 o'clock at night. I'm like, he's going to the store, auntie. I'm like, but you just can't grab my car keys and just go to the store. And for an average person, that might be normal. But for a young black man, it's not. You can't do that. Uh, you're 17 years with no old. No license. With no license. Oh, dear, no. Yes, actually. Um, but you're a 17 year old with a bit driving in a prestigious neighborhood in a Bentley, and you're black while doing it. And that's just the facts of what it is. And that right there is just a, that is the most, that's more dangerous than um, bungee jumping nowadays. That's more dangerous. <laughs> ah, you know, hey, baby, to, to elaborate on what my wife say, you know what, with me, when I see things like that, I, start, I think like, damn, everybody want to stand up, outrage, do this. But where's the other people that just want to say, hey, guess what? I don't, I don't give a, excuse my language, but I don't give a fuck about y'all changing. Hey, I want to create my own and get our own narrative. That's what it is. It's about controlling the narrative. It's not about making change. Because we in a generation where we in a generation where we didn't create the world we live in. We living in the effects of it from both sides and all sides. So to me, that's kind of undermine, underlining it, saying let's make change. Like hell, Dr. King was preaching talking about make change. About the same things going on. So change ain't the answer. What's the answer is let it go, create your own narrative and move forward. I mean, but I also feel like there's a point where, I mean, we're trying to change a system that was never built for us. You get what I'm saying? And a lot of people, and I'm not trying to offend anyone, but the facts are the facts. They, these constitutional rights, these, this, this whole, this was never built for our people. It was never built for black people. It was never built for, built for brown people. It was never built for people of color. So um, trying to change that, it's been, we're in 2021. And I still have to have a conversation with my nephew to say, hey, if you get pulled over, put your hands on the steering wheel. Don't speak back. Don't do this. Don't do that. I should not have to have this conversation in 2021. I should never have to tell my nephew, hey, I don't even want them walking down the street in my neighborhood too far. Right. Yes, absolutely. And and, and and it's just that's just reality, you know. That's what I'm saying? jail. We like it's, in a luxurious jail. Mm -hmm. But you know, I think it, it also means that at this point in our lives, that we whether it whether they change, whether it change, whether um, whatever it is, we have to all um, be on one accord. Just you know, it just doesn't take we we. This doesn't take us. It takes you guys as well. It takes you know everyone to speak up. You know, for sure.
Well, now there's going to be a big fight in Georgia where you live over voting rights. I mean, they're trying, the legislature there is trying to pass, you know, incredible voter suppression laws. And that's a result of everybody, so many people voting. Exactly, which is ridiculous. Like this goes, I mean, this is, if you look back in time, this has already been done. This has been done besides back then, you know, you go to vote, you were getting lynched and you were getting mobbed and you were getting police pulled up at your house. Nowadays, it's, there's different ways that you're trying to create, you, you know, you say, oh, well, they don't vote. So this is the, this is the, the, the consequences. But then we come out and vote and then you try to press, pass these laws. So it's like, at the end of the day, it's a constant battle and a constant fight. And, um, but I do think that everyone is getting tired, mm-hmm. not just people of color. But you also have people who who aren't of color who are tired. And it's a bunch of old people with their old ass rules and their old ass ways. They need to go play bingo and poker and get over it. (laughs) No, serious, because that racism isn't it. It it isn't you aren't born with it. You're taught it. You you get what I'm saying? Our kids when they're young, they don't they don't they don't know. They they play with kids. They see a kid. I mean, my daughter was so when she was younger, she would just go up and say, "Hi, I'm Charlie. You want to play?" Like she didn't care if you were green, like right? an old little Chucky doll, you know. And then somewhere between that innocent age and growing up, it becomes, you know, the world, the society, things change. People get into your head, and now we have this division, um, and we have these, you know, it, it's um, we're just tired of it, honestly. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um, How- Waka, what did you said that um, during pandemic you grew, I guess, even closer to your daughter, Charlie? What is it that brought you closer? What are the things you're concerned about uh, with having uh, a daughter who's 15 going on 16 now? Yeah. You, you know what grew it? Doesn't just it sound uh, crazy? Huh? That even sounds crazy. Yeah, it do. Oh. Uh, well, uh, me and my wife had this this time when she was just like, I can't, I need space. And she went out, left, like, went to see her friends and shit. You know how women, y'all, y'all, y'all gotta get it together. Y'all get to that age and yeah. What but age? I was, here, I was here. I don't know, whatever <laughs> age is called. Yeah, you know, women got different numbers for it. But, uh, but Charlie, we just started talking at night. And I was just letting her talk. And I listened to my wife. I'm always like, yo, just shut up and listen to her, she just wanna talk. So I'm like, you know something? Let me be a good husband tonight and just shut the f- up and listen. <laughs> Yo, it was funny as hell. Like my daughter's like a little Kevin Hart. She funny as hell and she's super mm-hmm. animated. Like she's super duper animated. And then she just like, you just start hearing her insight on how she feel about her parents. And she told me, me and her, she told us this. She was like, see with y'all, this is why I hate watching movies with y'all. Y'all come in the house, we watch a movie, then the second, as soon as the movie over with, you fall asleep, or mommy get on her phone and put on her movie and say she gonna watch something next, and then y'all fall asleep. I'm like, dang. She just hit me with a lot. I'm like, baby, we gotta work. We gotta do it. She don't, kids don't wanna hear that. But she just give me like scenarios of her life, and you start thinking to yourself as a parent, like, maybe I am a little selfish, like, you know? And then it start teaching me, like, now I know I call, like, yo, Charlie, let's go eat. Or Charlie, let's go do this. She might curve me, because she were friends. But the fact that I'm saying it, now she called. Like now I don't gotta call Charlie when she go out. Like, like my wife is like, yo, call Charlie. Funny thing about it, she already called me. You know what I'm saying? Like got the confirmation, like what her makeup on and da-da-da. So I'm like, damn. So now you just gotta open up, man. Like 
for for uh, for having a daughter, it taught me so much about women. Like it showed me so it showed me how precious and like oh. how how powerful words is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I words always, is, words is so powerful with women. Like you have to watch it. You gotta watch your tone. You gotta you just gotta watch it. And I mm-hmm. and I'm just learning and I learned. So it's not about like, hey y'all, I promise I'm gonna do this. It's like shit, keep faith, trust God, and results go pay. So that's why that's that's why I'm at as a father and a husband. So you know what I'm saying? Cause I know what I did wrong as a father. If I did this wrong, I know what I did wrong as a husband. If I did this wrong, I know exactly what I did wrong. Now me trying to hurry up and fix it, that's fake. But me being a man that these women develop and these young women develop, it's like, yo, y'all made like a beast out of me. Like I never had patience. Now I actually could shut up and listen to people and like, oh, that's cool. Okay, hey man, let me get your number. Nice talking to you. Usually, I sit there for a whole hour, analyze their business. Now I just like, yeah, sorry, I gotta go home. No, I want to ask about, um, well, especially with your daughter being fifteen, she's probably like in that age where she kind of loves YouTubers and things like TikTokers. Um, Waka, I know that you have a song with KSI. Can you tell me just a little bit about working with him? I know that there there might have been like a little, like you went to London and he went to the U.S. or something? Like, oh, no, no, I honestly didn't even know him. I actually seen KSI put like a lot of stuff out. But he was actually a friend of mine's artist and I was over there. He's like, Walker, he's a big like YouTuber. You'll do a record for me and my artist. I'm like, all right, bet. Where you at? I pulled up. He's like, oh, he in America. I'm like, all right, cool. Let me just drop the verse and leave. And I, I dropped the verse. And next thing you know, I didn't even have an idea how big he was. But I knew he was like, I seen like a video. He played video games. I'm like, all right, cool. I like it. And I just knocked it out. <laughs> Yeah, and now it's like a big jump around. Definitely. Definitely. Are you into the celebrity boxing stuff at all? You know, like Floyd, Logan, Jake Paul, uh, Snoop Dogg is commentating. Oh, sorry. That was a nice car. Yes. Yeah. I actually, I'm sorry, somebody came to me, but, but I actually, uh, um, somebody funny thing about it, I'm in uh, Brickle last night. They was like, Walker. Man, if we get an offer right now for a million dollars, two million dollars, who would you want to fight? That's what I'm like, man, I'm cool, man. Who would like, you fight? <laughs> and I don't want to fight nobody. I'm cool. Good answer. Good answer. I'm good, but you know, same thing. You could get pulverized for the two million, though. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> good. So sure. Um. Well, that's really cool. I think that I I cover a lot of the YouTube guys and the celebrity boxing stuff, obviously. I love YouTube, man. Yeah, do you do I the game even... stuff too? Yeah, but I gotta, my wife made me feel bad for playing games. That's why I kind of calmed down. But I really, like my daughter bought me a gaming table. I just seen it the other day. I'm like, damn, I need to put this up. Like my gaming room, I know how I want to do it. So I'm gonna end up having to buy, uh, build like a little guest house. I don't mind him playing a game. I just like him playing a game on my TV in my room because then when I go to watch TV, I have to unconnect the game, figure out how to use it. I don't know how to do none of that. Says stuff. the and person. I, says the person. Like, I gotta sit in the bed and watch the whole damn drag queen television show, and I gotta sit there all night, lay in my bed like, "Hey, girl, call her friend. Girl, this is so good. Oh my god, baby, do you see this? I'm like, but you can go play the game downstairs. I just. I'm really old. Y'all school. women, y'all, y'all want y'all want us to do everything y'all want us to do. As soon as you play the game, you like 30 what? And playing a fucking game. Oh my god. I don't he just I don't like it on my TV. I feel like it messes my TV up. <laughs> you like somebody's grandmother taking over hey, our TV. <laughs> hey look, y'all. 
Let me tell y'all something. Back in the day, right? So I'm a little old. So our big screen TVs was a big ass box TV. Yeah. And that's my grandma who said, you messing up my TV playing that game. The game ain't even doing nothing to the damn TV, man. Well, I'm superstitious. Maybe that's why I do that. <laughs> oh, it's popping over here today. Right. Are we going to see, like, what are we going to see on the season? Are we going to see some of these uh, <laughs> discussions about gaming versus watching yeah, TV instead? And I would and talking to Charlie, some of these conversations that, that you had. Hi, Tim. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, you're going to see a lot of that. Uh, everything we pretty much discussed, you're, you're going to see in the show. Charlie actually carried the show this year. So Aww. there's a lot of Charlie growing and you're going to see her more personality from her. Like she actually shocked us this season. Like we're like, oh, wow. She kind of just grew into this little person, um, like this little woman. And then you're going to see us also talk about, you know, um, what we just talked about as far as like the Black Lives Matter and, and the things that we, we're experiencing. We talk about, we, we touch bases on a lot of different things um, and this season, all while being, you know, doing our day-to-day -day things. So, you know, it's just pretty much just the inside to show you, we, no matter Selling who your car. you are in life, no matter who you are in life, where you're going to go, what you're going to do, uh, who you know, we all kind of have the same struggles. We uh, really, really do. What are you hoping for? Charlie? I'm selling your car. Wait, you're okay. selling Tammy's car? No, I'm joking. <laughs> are, we, are we are? Do you think that Charlie is going to go into the music business like her parents? Absolutely. No, <laughs> Charlie's an amazing dancer, but uh, she and she loves music, but I don't think she's going to do anything in the music business. Charlie likes to march to her own beat. So she has her own little world. We actually found out she's low-key kind of like TikTok famous. We didn't know that. Yeah, I was like, I, I'm not on TikTok. I don't know nothing about it. This little girl has almost like 500,000 followers on TikTok. I was wow. like, I was like, yo, I was like, what? Well, she was like, I'm kind of like a big deal on TikTok. I was like, ooh, excuse me. <laughs> you need Charlie on the podcast. Right, exactly. I didn't even know, you know, that's a whole other world that I haven't tapped into. <laughs> yeah. Man, we um, never do interviews with Charlie. We gotta do that. Yeah, next time, bring her on. Bring her yes, on. for sure. Um, well, guys, thank you so much for joining us. We're so excited um, for season two of Waka and Tammy with the Flocka, which is um, on WeTV March 18th. Let's go, baby. <laughs> we will be tuning in. And now, especially because we have learned so much about what we can look forward to. So thank you. Thank you for having us. Okay, Miss Bonnie Fizzle. <laughs> <laughs> and listen if you're going to start to run for president again or governor or anything else we want you to break that news with us at hollywood life first <laughs> oh definitely i will be I'm, I'm about to turn 35 that's right you'll be eligible that's right okay bye, bye. bye. bye.